Connect and experience art at the Northfield Arts Guild. Visit our galleries, arts festival, and take in a performance at our theater featuring a full season of dramas, comedies, and musicals. The Guild's gift shop showcases unique art from over 100 local and regional member artists. Come enjoy music from the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra or the 411 Concert Series. We invite you to explore your creativity in one of our classes. All are welcome at the Northfield Arts Guild. To learn how you can be a part, visit northfieldartsguild.org or call 507-645-8877. Art Zany, radio for the imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist, is brought to you by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts. And now, Art Zany, radio for the imagination. Good morning, this is Paula Granquist, and you're tuned in to Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination. We're going to open up with this little song because we're going to go somewhere. This is a version of the West Side Story, but this is not sung by the, the character you would think it would be. It's a lovely tribute. Let's take a listen. This is the wonderful Rita Moreno singing Somewhere. This is her version. I did read that she had a cold when she recorded this, but I think she still does a pretty good job. But let's take a listen. And we're halfway there 
That was pretty amazing. And that hopefully gets your imaginations uh, going. That was, again, Rita Moreno and from the 2021 version of West Side Story. I picked that because that's a song that has been done many times. There's all kinds of versions. And it's going to be something that's going to be featured in the upcoming Northfield Arts Guild uh, production, the Catastrophe 4. So we'll talk about that during our second half. But now we're going to be talking about the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra concert tonight. So I think we always need to go somewhere. And it's, you know, we have to get to use our imaginations to take us there. But when we ask that question, I think the better question might be, where do you want to go? So you have to also be willing to enter that space that your imagination wants to take you. And that's the role of art in our world. It takes us a place we can experience with our imagination. Of course, you already know that if you listen to Arts Any Radio. But what I was pondering this week was the art of practice and how we might have to practice going into our imaginations. I'd say that I've struggled a little bit since the pandemic just trying to enter that space again. But as a kid, I never struggled to go into my imagination. Even when I had my own little kids or I had a career, I still, you know, just loved going to that place. I get lost in stories and pictures and wandering. But now it's felt like it's just a little bit harder to engage with that. So I'd like to think that we just need practice. And if we set our mind to that, that is the mindset we need to have. It's just like we do with eating healthier, taking time to move our bodies. We need to engage with our imaginations. So I hope you'll add that to your list this week. And, of course, is it's all about just starting. And so wherever you go, you will go somewhere. That's what the imagination does. And the place you need to go is always waiting there for you. I'm going to turn on the mics and welcome to the Arts Any Radio studio, two pros at the show, uh, practically co-hosts, who they do so much in our community, Paul Nemisto with the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra. Welcome to Arts Any Radio again. Hey, it's nice to see you and hear you again, and here we are in our cultural village and the beat goes on that's right exactly that's one of my favorite songs that uh, i wait my alarms oh. are set to oh you're a go-go dancer right? <laughs> well, that's a different singer <laughs> different voice <laughs> and uh clark onasarge is here as well welcome again good morning you have a september serenade tonight which is happening at oddfellows park and even though, despite the rain, which is happening, which is kind of a welcome change, by it'll be done soon, and all things should go forward. I'm absolutely confident. So perfect. Don't don't get worried, folks. It's at 7 p.m. Oddfellows Park. It's an outdoor concert. Bring your chair and maybe even a picnic. It, I love these outdoor concerts, and uh, I think that it. it is just a great way to see a concert because of being in that space, you get that opportunity to take a little trip, right? Just there's so many great things happening around us with nature and the sky and the light. And one thing I wanted to ask was as a conductor and as a player, do you get to experience, does it change for you? Or are you zoned in on the music when you're performing? You mean paying attention to the environment around us? Yeah, how that affects how you feel about the music or how the experience is different than being in a concert hall. Well, we certainly react to the uh, to the mood that's coming off, the karma that's coming off the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're all kind of smiling and having fun and the children are playing in, in the playground and uh, people are 
chatting quietly before the concert and uh, having something to eat and drink. And it's all very nice, and they're listening. It's it's wonderful. That spot, by the way, is uh, a, a discovery. It's almost it's almost a natural amphitheater because the the ramp that comes off the the uh, the road down to the pavilion is 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 raked. It's uh, it's at an angle, so it turns out to be a perfect place to sit and everybody can see and hear. Mm-hmm. And it does. And, and I think maybe the canopy of the trees does something, too. So always. Mm-hmm. And as far as we're concerned, the canopy of the picnic uh, pavilion gives us a containment so that our sound that goes out is, is unified and projected. It's perfect. What's your experience, uh, Clark? You play the violin. Oh, it's it's very similar to Paul's. I think it's it's a surprisingly fantastic place to play because it it does create a very intimate little environment. Can we move and your mic up a little bit? Just yeah. Well, I didn't want to break it. Well, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, with the warm lights inside and the darkness outside, it creates a sort of a, a centered little environment that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for as a, as an audience member, it's just a great way to experience music. Well, and I'll say this, because we've played in a lot of places. You know, we play in churches and high schools and middle schools and outdoor amphitheaters in different places. And I'm just going to say thanks to the city of Northfield for being so generous in helping us to use that space. Alicia with the Parks Department is always spot on in, in helping us and they take good care of the place and it's it's an easy easy move in and move out for us and we really appreciate that yeah it is and it's um going to be something spectacular again tonight this is a september serenade when you're uh working with the orchestra paul do you ever ask them about using their imagination to take them you know, to a place with the music so that they can understand the you know textures of a piece oh that's part of teaching a piece um, to a, a new piece to a, to a, to the players. In other words, if you put a thought in their mind about a particular scene that's happening when the music is going on, um, it somehow changes how they play. Very subtle, very hard to define. But uh, for instance, we're doing the um, the. Um, uh, was it? Uh, I got the list you gave uh, me. Where'd it's the list the Richard Rogers, uh, "A Victory at Sea." Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's it's and it's very programmatic. It has a lot of it's all the there's all kinds of titles for different episodes. There's a there's a battle and there's a submarines a, under the sea coming. Yeah, and there's uh, there's uh, Polynesian dances and songs and all these things are woven in. Ooh, what a trip! And, and so when you when you when you talk about them a little bit that also helps but it's yeah that's part of being a musician i i appreciate that i think because it happens as an audience member to me but i always wonder about the musicians who you know have the added complexity of you know tempo and uh notes and you know solos and group efforts and lots going on as far as the audience is concerned i think sometimes they do need some guidance so uh, so detailed program notes sometimes help to talk about this. This is this program, this printed one has no details, but uh, I also from the podium I can make some suggestions of say why don't you listen for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, that also helps. 
Yeah, I think that's a, a really wonderful thing. You do do a good job with that, especially at these more casual settings where we can um, kind of, it, it's a, a little, um, everyone's at ease, right? Yeah, I, I keep waiting for the cane to pull me off the podium to stop talking. But. <laughs> nobody, nobody will do that. Well, you might be in charge, Clark, of that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And tell us about the program then tonight. You mentioned one of the pieces, but uh, how does, you know, and maybe a little too about if people haven't been to one of these outdoor concerts, what to expect. Well, it's it's lighter music, so we're not doing any Beethoven. <laughs> um, it, it's, uh, it has a variety of sources. Some of it is uh, European. We're doing the Valdres March from Norway, and, and we're doing a, a set of English pieces uh, for the, written for the BBC Light Orchestra, and we're doing some show tunes, and we're doing some um, some ballads and things from popular music, and uh, and we're going to do the the Lone Ranger theme. I mean, just it's just a whole mix of things. A lot of fun music then too for yeah. all ages as well. I all think. ages. You cut me. You grab my. You grab my shtick there. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, you go. You no. go. Well, I was just making it up anyway, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's with these outdoor concerts that we've been playing the last couple of years to, you know, end the end the season in June and uh, end the summer in September. One of our goals is to have them be approachable to a broad range of ages, because it, you know when you're sitting out in the park with your kids and a blanket, um, it's nice to have three to five minute pieces rather than a extended opus, because you know people like to get up and walk around, and mm-hmm. it's nice to have familiar tunes we're doing memory from cats for example and somewhere over the rainbow and america the beautiful right mm-hmm. yeah so a lot of familiar things and it uh it's, it's part of that ambiance that's created in the park setting um it's just a nice opportunity for people oh i should mention this also uh yeah. pauline from the guild has arranged to um uh provide a bunch of popcorn from the 50 north uh, popcorn historical cart that's going to be available for purchase. I oh, know, it's exciting. a buck or two for a box. And the cart's not for purchase. No, no, no just yeah. <laughs> the cart's pretty pricey. Yeah, you're not going to get that for a buck. Um, but she's going to have uh, popcorn available and weather dependent. You know, either some cooler drinks or maybe hot chocolate if it's if it's a, a chilly night. So there'll and, be concessions, right? Yeah, because that's part of our part of our shtick, and we'd encourage people to. Again, it's not like a, a standard concert at Orchestra Hall where you have to sit in your seat for an hour and a half straight. If people, you know, get up and uh, get a snack and wander back, that's just perfect for us. And Paul has arranged for... What? Oh, Paul's wondering what he's arranged. Well, you know, it's often that's the case. Um, <laughs> that this, no, is Paul has, no, this is our normal Tom and Jerry show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, Paul has made some... Really unusually cool T-shirts, and I think we have some extra. Oh yeah, we there. have we have CVRO new CVRO T-shirts. Perfect. And they're available to all of those CVRO geeks in town that really want to get one. You better get them tonight because after that we'll have to reorder and it may take yeah. some time. Okay. Oh, that's exciting. So those are available as well for right. Pauline uh, will be selling those at uh, at her concession table. Exciting. Really cool. And they have. Um, 
just it's just such a magical thing. It's a it's a pretty reasonable concert as far as time, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. About so, an hour. Yeah, for all families, yeah. um, and uh, just a, a great environment to spend an evening, you know, with your neighbors. Bring a chair. That's something that's always helpful, especially today with little with little light rain in the morning. You'll yeah. you'll want or a blanket. I would, yeah. I, would just, I would throw a tea towel in my back pocket just to. <laughs> <laughs> And the concert is free, and but there but, will yes. Uh, go ahead and tell have, us. We have the opportunity for people to make a donation, and usually these things have been very, very uh, kind to us. The the audience has been very willing to make a you know a fifteen dollar donation or whatever just to um, support us. Mm-hmm. So. Right, because it goes to all of the programming and uh, marketing and venue and, and anything. That... All of the administrative and. Uh, logistics costs that are involved, yes. And so that's a great thing. So that is tonight. That's Friday, um, the 15th of September. It's already mid-September. That's at 7 p.m. Oddfellows Park, which if uh, you're not familiar is on 905 Forest Avenue is the official um, address. Uh, you'll see the people gathering as you come close to it. So you know there's where the exit. shelter is. There's an exit to it off of Highway 19. Exactly. And um, again, it's a free outdoor concert. So we want you to be able to attend that. But we want to also preview, if you happen to be listening on Saturday, there's another concert, if you missed this one, coming up in November. This one is really big and very exciting. It's called Atmospheres. And you've been planning for it for quite a while. A couple of years, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of the details. Uh, The the crux of it, the... Uh, center of the whole thing is a new um, lyrical piece for harp and orchestra uh, written by Northfield composer Timothy Marr, who has just retired from St. Olaf College now and is, uh, he's, he's liberated to do this kind of thing. <laughs> and, uh, and it's going to be, I mean, I, I, it's written for my wife, Eleanor, and uh, so I'm, I'm hearing the piece now every day. In the, mm. in the practice room, and it's got some gorgeous passages in it. It's going to be great. Yeah, and th- that piece um, is it's called Where the Waters Run. Right. And it's a tone poem for harp and orchestra featuring Eleanor Nemisto. There probably aren't a lot of pieces written for harp and orchestra, are there? Well, there's a, there's a classic set of them. There's a, there's a Mozart concerto, and there's a couple of French ones. Most of them are concertos, a couple that are that are smaller than that, but most of it is, is 20th century French. Mm. But uh, that's that's about it. And uh, her mission, what she instructed the composer to do, was to write it so that it would be accessible to younger players, um, mm. high school, uh, ambitious high school players who are looking for an opportunity to play a solo. So they would have opportunities after it's premiered and then it can go on and be used again. For... No, that would be the dream. That's that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And Oh, it's going to be a big deal here in the community. I mean, the harp community. There are going to be people from, harpists from all over the Midwest that are going to show up for this concert coming to Northfield. I'm going to add two things here. We're going to do a nice reception for that concert. Uh, that will be at St. John's, the premiered on November 4th. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep. It's a Saturday, Saturday. November 4th yeah. at 3 p.m. And that's it's partially in celebration of Paul and Eleanor's 50th wedding anniversary. Is that correct? That's correct. Five yeah. zero. Yeah. Congratulations. What a romantic dude, huh? He yeah. goes out and gets a, <laughs> gets uh, his, gets a, uh, piece. a piece written for, written his, for his wife. wife. To... Yeah. That yeah, is put her to work. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as part of that, I'm going to say... But that was funded by CMAC, right? 
Did we write a grant that right. was... Right. Um, uh, and also by the American Harp Society. Yeah, so, Southeastern Minnesota Arts Council. Right. Yes. So thanks to those guys as always. And then I'm just going to say, because it reminds me of the bigger picture, uh, one of the cool things that Paul has done here as a kind of a lightning rod for uh, creativity... Um, that's not the only piece we've had written for uh, the orchestra or soloists or members. We had the Joseph Hayward. Um, uh, remember is it Hayward or Haywood? Haywood, probably. Yeah, sorry. That's but, right. By Dan Coleman, local composer. With a narrator, yes. Yeah, we've performed that a few times. We also uh, arranged for the, well, we didn't arrange, but we participated in the arrangement of Gao Hong's first pipa and violin uh, concerto. I'm not sure if we did we the premiere, but we might have. We did not do the premiere. No, we were okay. going to do the premiere, and then yeah. it got premiered somewhere yeah, right. fancier. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then, well... There's nothing fancier than Northfield in my mind. Two years ago, didn't Ronaldo? Yes. Um, he wrote two pieces for us. Uh, yeah. One of them was a, a trumpet concerto, mm-hmm. which we did uh, as a part of with a Latino... Manny, Manny Laureano? With Manny Laureano from the Minnesota Orchestra. And, he, and then... Uh, then he wrote another piece for us, just which is just a orchestra suite. So yeah. Yeah, it's this is uh, part of what we do. Yeah, but it's the sort of thing that doesn't happen without a talent like Paul and his, uh, I don't know, reputation or uh, notoriety or his ability to make contact with folks and bring in a, a situation that. Because you asked about his instructions mm-hmm. you know or discussions it's uh, lots of these things are real learning experiences for the orchestra players as well as the audience and um that's it's cool to create new music and uh you know get to be part of that process that's really really a, a benefit you know, what am i supposed to say to that thank you yes <laughs> <laughs> it's it speaks for itself and it's very exciting that again is saturday the 4th of november at three but then it'll be a set there's a second concert on sunday the 5th of november at three at the cathedral of our merciful savior in Faribault. Right. so both both times the the piece will be played so folks have two opportunities to see that again that's the atmospheres concert and of course you can get all the details at northfieldartsguild.org click on the arts and Civero is one of the those links that you can find details of concert information but everyone is always welcome to a canter valley regional orchestra concert and anything else we missed about uh, the cvro that you want to highlight or bring bring to our attention i don't think so as we as we approach our what uh is it coming up on 50 now we've been celebrating we're like uh, some of those hollywood actresses we've been celebrating our 45th for about (laughs) five years in a row now (laughs) COVID, COVID monkeyed with our 50th, and then it's, or, or I mean, 40th. our 45th. Yeah, yeah, because it was been... 79, I think I just saw on the t-shirt right. you so, had. So, it'll so be we should tw- do the math. So 29 will be what? 50. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. Hey, I, mean, right. I, I mean, I'll to clarify, 2029 will be our 50th anniversary. Perfect. Yes, yeah, it so, will. So, so there's like 45, we're... Hovering there, so. So I hope you are in the works of dreaming up some great uh, celebrations for that. Thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Okay. Well, know. what are you thinking about, Paul's? We've got this aspirational plan to do an opera show uh, next spring. Next spring. Oh, yes. so that's even sooner than 29. We don't have to wait that long. Well, it's a, four professional singers from the opera world will come to Northfield, and we'll do excerpts from a number of 
operas. Well, we'll have to talk about that on Art Zany Radio. We sure will. <laughs> and we'll come back to you later about the uh, November 4th concert, too. Perfect. Well, I, I appreciate that. Folks, this is Art Zany Radio for the Imagination. I want to thank um, Paul Nemisto and Clark Onasorge for being here to celebrate the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra. I'm going to put on some music. This is from Coates, and this is the London Suite. Uh, we're going to see where it's pulled up, and we'll play a little bit of that while we switch out the studio and uh, play the uh, piece so that we can bring in the folks from Castastrophe 4. We'll be right back. Folks, that was Coates' The London Suite, and I want to thank, I think that was conducted by, let's see, I've got to get the name of the 
Uh, nope, that one doesn't say. I know I have it in my notes here. Uh, conducted by, it's back in the first page, John Wilson. So thank you for bringing that to us. We'll go ahead and slow that down. That was a lovely, it's a, a young orchestra if you want to look it up, um, doing some pretty incredible music. And so that'll be a part of the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra concert, um, the September Serenade. But there's another September event for the Northfield Arts Guild that we want to draw your attention to. This is Castastrophe 4, the movie musical edition. And I am so thrilled to bring into the studio, we have a big crowd here, <laughs> it's Pauline Jennings, who is the current uh, performing arts performing manager, arts manager at the Arts Guild. That's right. That's very exciting. You I'm do, excited about you it. You do a great job. Thank and you. it's really fun to see all of your promotion and getting everything out there. And also joining us are uh, Lori and Nate. Lori and Nate are uh, both full-time uh, psychologists, but also sidelining as this this singing gig is yep. is happening um and so it's exciting laura you've been on before and welcome again thank you it's fun to be back yeah I'll have you, can we pop that up so you we yep. want to hear perfect perfect okay. And um, and so we're going to get into a little bit about um, the the particulars of what you're doing. But let's start off by having you just reintroduce yourselves to our our listeners. Pauline, uh, this is your dream of doing these shows. And now we're on number four. Exactly. So uh, we just started having a subtitle like the movie musical edition last year because it was all women. So I thought I better tell people that it was. So we called it the diva edition. Yeah. So this time it's the music, uh, uh, music, musical, music. Oh, my God. Musical musical. movie edition. Thank you. That's what it is. (laughs) And I am directing it, and I I conceived of the show, which means I put it together. So um, along with the actors, uh, we picked the songs, figure out what key they're going to do it in, figure out with Steve Jennings, who's the band leader, um, uh, the... Which arrangements we're going to do and how what the parts for the band is going to be. So we put it all together over the course of a couple months, and uh, the only way we could do that is because we have such talent in the show. Yeah, I, I have been to all of them and have loved every single one of them because they are just the shows are just. I don't know. There's something about the energy and the quality of the music and just the joy of the singers yeah. and the live band that is phenomenal, yep, exactly. uh, led by Steve Jennings. And uh, just really. And so tell us, let's introduce yourselves. Uh, this is uh, Nate and Lori and how you decided to jump on board and and take take on this. Well, I'm really excited to be in the show because I saw, I hadn't, I didn't know about Castastrophe until I saw the Diva edition Mm. this last January. And I was so glad they brought it back again in January (laughs) because it was so popular and it was so inspiring. I kept the program. (laughs) I kept going back. It was just so good. And I, I felt, I I think also because I, I just thought, well, my time as a singer is done now or something. I'm 44 now. It's oh, too late for oh me. Oh, my. <laughs> That's so untrue. And, and oh then seeing Castastrophe and seeing women singing parts that they've aged in roles they've aged out of. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, wait a minute, I could do this. And so decided to audition. I, I was raving about it to Nate for weeks afterwards so and i want to remind our (laughs) listeners you were here for mom the musical which was also a great music show which was a a lot of fun that was the first time i'd heard you perform and just absolutely fell in love with your voice and your talent so tell me how nate got on board (laughs) 
Well, I heard Lori raving about the cast <laughs> and the diva, and, and then Lori did audition for Mom the Musical, and so I got to have a front row seat to that. I think there were eight performances, and I was able to go nine, to six. There I were think. nine? Okay. Yeah. I went to six of them. Oh, my Mom the Musical, which was <laughs> really fun. What a supportive husband. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I, I guess supportive, but it was for me, too. I just loved going and being able to see the live show night after night. And it was different each time, the experience and, and noticing new things. So, I, so I, I was just thrilled to have a chance to be able to audition for this Castastrophe and then to be able to be in it. So I'm the new kid on the block in many ways, but I'm just, I'm just having a blast. And, and so have yeah. you guys, are you singing together for the show? And have you done that? Is that a, a, like around your family? That's something that happens? We are. We are singing a great song for the show it's called well we're both psychologists and we're singing the song therapy from tick tick boom and it's so fun and hilarious and we've been rehearsing it together at home and just we just fall over laughing as we're coming up with things to do for it did you meet through singing or is that part of your your uh story a little bit so we were in graduate school and we had a class together, and I called Lori up. I don't know how I got your phone number <laughs> to, to ask you out. And um, and you were actually on your way back from a singing a choir rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of our, I think our first conversation was me hearing, oh, Lori likes to sing. I like to sing. I, I didn't know that when I was planning on asking her out. And um, And it definitely has been a pretty central part of our relationship. Oh, how that's yeah. a really beautiful story, and that just launched off into where you are now. And so, are you doing any solo pieces, or are just the one together? Then, yeah, we're each doing a solo. I'm singing "Bring Him Home" from Les Misérables. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I and, like. And, and can I just you tell mentioned you? it earlier, and I got chills, and you mentioned it now, and I yeah. still got chills. <laughs> and I'll just interrupt here to say, folks. It's worth the price of admission just to hear these guys do, both of these people do their, their solos. Bring Him Home, it is, uh, when, when Lori came and first sang it in my living room for our first rehearsal, I was crying. I mean, like within about eight bars, and because she sings it so incredibly beautifully. Mm, I can't so, wait. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and how did you Thank pick you. that? I, it's so funny because it's always been my favorite song. I mean, I just, and it's hard. How do you have a favorite song? But it's the song. It's always, and it didn't even occur to me. That you could perform it. Ever, <laughs> because right? it's just always been in the back of my head. I can't sing this. And then I was thinking, okay, what's a song, a man's song from a, a movie musical? And then all of a sudden I realized, I'm like, wait a minute. What about my favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> How about we try this? And I, I will say I've been scared and intimidated to approach it because I love it so much. But... I was telling Pauline too, I'm loving working with her because mm-hmm. she is helping me to just feel the song mm-hmm. and just love it and love singing it. And so this is just a pure joy. I think that's one of the secret sauces to this particular production is the work that goes on um, usually in your, your living room, yeah. right? Yes. yes. Usually there's something else yeah. rehearsing at the theater. And so because most of the songs are one or two, most three people, we can do it in my living room. We move into the theater for Tech Week, which we will do on start on Sunday. But yes, up to then, it's in my living room. And But you're directing, guiding, and helping people to you know, believe in the song and 
to hear maybe some things. Uh, Tell the story. Right. Right. Honestly, which Mm -hmm. is hard to do. It's harder to do that than you think because you're so self-conscious, right? Even, Even seasoned actors, you know, get inside their head and aren't present and aren't and are thinking about other things and they're not really tell, able to tell the story so it's 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 just a process of getting rid of th- those things and really telling the story i'm just it, really telling it's the story. just you've got something really special and it's really great mm. to have you showcase that with this whole collection of, of amazing just really really beautiful music mm. and nate what are you doing for for your solo piece then so i'll be doing over the rainbow from the Wizard of Oz, but it's actually an Eva Cassidy version of it. It's beautiful. and I just heard about Eva Cassidy this morning. We were talking, yeah. Pauline, mm-hmm. and it's not a singer that I know. So tell me what that means when you say Eva Cassidy version. Well, it's it's quite different than the version from the original. The uh, Judy Garland one we Judy all Gar- yes, think of. Exactly. <laughs> and how did you fall in love with the song? Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, Pauline was encouraging me to do the song, and I had some really strong feelings. Lori got to hear them. He, <laughs> did, so, he did share so much with me. A little bit. He was like, well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. but I, I think I was confused. I had such resistance to it, and I would try to sing it. I'd rehearse it, and I would just, it just didn't feel right. And I would kind of huff and puff. And, ah, I don't want to do this song. And, and, and really what it came down to, I think, is that the song, it meant death to me. And oh, so, so I was having, story. Mm, mm-hmm. I think so. And, and vocally it is challenging. So there's yeah, that plus two in it. Was, it's not the way that I usually do things. Um, what range do you sing in then? Yeah. So the range, but the, the jazz things that she does and the breathiness. And it, so I was really having to, I, it just was a new thing. It didn't sound good to me when I was mm-hmm. rehearsing it. Um, but emotionally, when I finally kind of recognized, and it was actually at the m- middle school, I was about to get a drink of water during one of our daughter, uh, her uh, dance uh, performances, but it hit me like, oh, that's why I'm so resisting this. This feels like it means oh. death and I don't want to face that. Mm. But then from there, it was this huge transition of, well, actually, if this means death, and it's one of the things I've been fascinated with the last few years, really kind of researching death and near-death experiences and what what might really happen to consciousness after our, you know, we go through that door of death, if there is anything. And so then it was kind of a fun thing, like, oh, well, I'm, I'm along for the ride for that. Maybe it'll sound horrible, but bring it on. <laughs> and, but then I think all the emotions started to come with it too. Well, yeah, the sadness, the love, the anticipation, the unknown. And for, from that point on, it really took off for me, the song. And so I'm excited to, at least try to capture some of those emotions as I, I sing the song in the performance. That's a really beautiful story. And I, so I can't wait to hear what you do. Cause I think, you know, you can find all these, these songs and there are multiple versions of right. it, of anything that, especially yeah. the well-known music. Exactly. A lot of people cover them. Yep. Right. And so how do you, as a singer, find that, you know, because you're also playing a character from a movie, so you've got that piece. You, you know. are, you know, and in some some songs, that's more the case than others, and so it's kind of up to the actor. In fact, if they want to stand at a mic, you know, um, and just sing the song, because that's how they're most comfortable, that's fine. Um, like with Nate, he's not playing the character 
uh, right? He's not, he's, there's no feminizing of it. it no. He, it's just him singing this song well, and telling I, the story. And what I was thinking right. is that the, 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 the audience will bring that character yeah, or that, sure, right. re, that recognition of what they remember or what they know. Exactly. And so yeah. then, you know, you're taking on your version and, uh, you know, so it's, it's a, that's a balancing act. There's a lot of pieces. It is. Play. And it's wonderful as an audience member to be surprised. So you see over the rainbow in there and you're expecting the Judy Garland, particularly if you don't know Eva, if, because if you've heard her say, it you you love her version because she's it's incredible um but you get surprised then and nate first of all pat shelby's on the guitar and so it's it's guitar driven beautiful arpeggiated part and so it's kind of just guitar and voice although some you know we have some other things underneath it to help support it um but nate just just like Lori knocks it out of the park in his own beautiful way and and I'm so glad that you stuck with it. I'm so glad that too. you just didn't, oh, yeah. you just didn't say, too. Pauline, I don't want to do this. Because I knew you could. I knew you could. And, and it, oh my, it's another one that you just will be wiping away the tears from the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Really not, you have, know. have we even mentioned the date? we got to get the dates oh, out there right. so people... Um, you can get all the information at NorthfieldArtsGuild.org. This is under the theater section, the 64th theater season. And it's... Uh, one weekend, yep. but a bunch of shows. Friday is the 7.30 show on the 22nd of September. And then Saturday, there are two shows, 2 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. It's something new we're trying to, yeah. to do a matinee on Saturday as well. And then a Sunday show at 2 p.m. as well. So lots of opportunities. You could go see it all weekend long and just immerse yourself right. in it. Uh, but you've been selling out, so that's good that you added yes, that. Yes, and the thing is that we always sell out the last two shows because of word of mouth, mm. um, because of shows are that good they are i can vouch thank you (laughs) that people are like calling their friends after they see it the first night or or now maybe the saturday matinee to say you have to go to this so people it's only one weekend trust us yeah get your tickets now because it's that good you should see it it's it it showcases a lot of the best talent in in northfield and And, surrounding and what it does too is there's you weave things together which I found found really impressive, just the transitions between songs because they don't these songs don't have anything to do with one another, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. There and and the characters or the the you know singers, there's variation of all kinds, and so um, tell me about developing that and and uh, rehearsing to you know bring the whole show together. How, is that a team effort? Do you have an idea before you go into it? All right, so um, I start with the solos. And um, because that usually, almost always, except for maybe Nate, um, <laughs> comes from the, the actor. I ask them, what song do you really, really want to perform? Because if, if a singer's picking a song, they're going to sing it well. They're not going to pick a song they don't sing well. Right. They wouldn't right? love a song if right. they knew they couldn't. Or right. they've already been singing along to it at home for years. Their whole <laughs> life. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we start with that. And then I look at what holes I have as far as mood, as far as tempo, as far as character. And then I start picking out, and I also ask the actors um, if they have any idea, and I start adding duets and trio pieces. And so if I have too many big ballad or sad songs, solos, then I'll pick a lot of comedic uh, duet songs. And so so programming is very, very important, not only in a theater production, but also in my life as a, as a singer uh, mm-hmm. in bands. You know, programming in my Simon Garfunkel thing, 
programming exactly what song is going to follow what song is very very important to me so um and i just did that with this with this show i just now um just in the last couple of days decided what the song order was going to be but i had the thing the elements that i needed to choose from because of the the way that i chose the songs in the beginning so that's how it all kind of comes together and then after that we we just rehearse and these again, these these singers are so good. They don't need much. They need some coaching, maybe, um, and and or somebody confidence building. Probably. Yes, mm-hmm. and somebody to stand outside and watch them and go, okay, well that worked and that didn't, and try this and try that. And but but there's not a lot of it. I mean, most of these songs have rehearsed maybe twice or three times, four times at most, uh, before we get to tech, tech week. Um, so it's not like a regular play where you rehearse Monday through Thursday and run things and run things and run things and run things because they do their homework and they do their work at home and they're prepared. Um, How has it been rehearsing at home? Are you helping each other? And and I understand, mm-hmm. too, your kids have, have kind of become singers as well. Tell and us. they're singing our songs, oh, they, too, oh. all the time. They're, they, they know therapy. therapy. Yep, yep, oh. yeah. <laughs> all the time. They haven't figured out the last line. The last line of the song is um, now grown it's... grown up. Yeah. Yes, well, that's well, a good, we'll nice way to say it. They yeah, haven't yeah. figured out the full meaning of the song, but... But yeah, we're we're having lots of fun supporting each other and I will I will just add too for Nate's song right from the beginning. I thought, "Oh, that's going to be so good." I was so <laughs> excited. Know. So I was like, you know, trying to listen supportively and and you sound really beautiful on right. it. Just so right. you know. Right. <laughs> um but yeah, we I think we kind of try to catch rehearsing whenever we can. Um it's in the car. Driving yeah. grandma's. Yeah. Well, very busy. How many yeah. children do you have? Four. Four. So you can imagine. And and... 11 is the oldest, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Okay. Youngest. Now we, we all yeah. have the picture. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so lucky that you, you want to do this show. And But you haven't, have you seen any of the other performers? So wait to get to Tech Week probably to be able to be with, on stage with others. We only got to see a little bit of You Can Drive a Person Crazy rehearsed and it was so good which is from a sondheim, a sondheim a very difficult sondheim yes. song three-part harmony was, uh oh, from I don't company. think i know that one. Okay. Oh, it's hilarious it's it's one of the funny ones and it, it, it's three women that have aged out of the role roles um and oh, but they're and they're all seasoned singers and actresses and so it, it they just do it like nothing i mean the singing is really hard but the acting stuff just kind of just rolls off them and we have choreography with that and um it's just about kind of this guy who's dating them all and and um and he says he wants commitment they're like yeah right sure you do and so it's just kind of it's, it's you and they talk about this man that you could drive a person crazy with all these lies that you tell us and all the all the shenanigans and it's lighthearted. it's not it's not man bashing at all it's just lighthearted about this one guy that they happen to be dating and so uh, yeah, that sounds like fabulous. a lot of fun. We should probably highlight some of the other uh, singers that are in and, and the band, mm-hmm. if you want to talk. What do you want to talk about? Because I want to make sure we get in t- and folks can see the full cast list and the full band list on the Northfield Arts Guild website. But there's yes. Yes, a yes, lot yes. to talk about. So we're going to miss some folks. It doesn't mean it's just, just we worry. Right. So, so um, Kyra Reverman, who's the youngest person in the cast, she's fifth 16 right now she's a sophomore so i'm not sure sophomore yeah 15 or 16 anyway she's been in i think three i don't think she was the first one she's probably too young um and i keep i keep wanting her back because she is such a great performer and this is what she wants to do with her life and so it's good to support that and she is an incredible singer and she's doing somewhere from um 
from West Side Story, and she would never get cast in that. She would never audition for it because she's not the right ethnicity. And um, and she, we're doing the Barbara Streisand version of it, which means it has that intro of somewhere, which is not that it's not in the musical and also it's a chance for steve to pay, play really big drums i mean it's like somewhere it's going to be fabulous fabulous so that's one that i've been just on my mind because i heard the band play yesterday um you know we have uh, steve lawler and dallas musselman is doing the show for the first time um and they're doing anything you can do i can do better <laughs> What a great pairing. What a great pairing, exactly. (laughs) And then another great pairing is Steve, again, with Tanya Legvold doing Let's Call the Whole Thing Off. And so you can see with these names, these are people that you recognize these actors because they've been on the Guild stage, many of them, many times. There's Birch Carlson. She's been in every single castastrophe. She's my diva. Um, (laughs) And she's doing I Have Confidence from Sound of Music. Mm, um, a very difficult song. Yes, yes. Well, she can, she can, you know, she can carry off pretty much anything. And um, and then we have songs like "Sweet Transvestite," which is Kevin Eidecker. He's doing um, that from Rocky Horror Picture Show because he's aged out of that role. Um, so we have that kind of fun. Um, we're mixing it up. Uh, let's see. Bring him home. I have confidence. Luck, luck be a lady tonight. Doing some jazz stuff. That's Ed Trinan is doing that uh, song and Barb. Piper, many of you have heard her with, sing with many bands around, and she was in uh, in the show last year doing Cabaret, from Cabaret. Yes, I remember. And that's fabulous. So I'm sure I have missed some people. But oh. for the audience, what yes. we want to highlight is Thank that you. that is really, it's a variety show, right? Yeah, and it you is. will get mm-hmm. a whole range of sounds and music, some that will make you laugh and cry. Exactly. And you'll, you'll just walk out of there energized. As, I, I don't know if that's how you felt after the Diva show. Completely. I was just yes. like and in awe. And final number I'm so excited about for this show, too. Yes, I sing the Body <laughs> Electric from Fame. Um, oh. And it's... Uh, so it's a choir song, but it's not a it's not it's not a Saint Olaf choir sound at all. <laughs> it's a rock choir, you know, singing. Everybody sings full vocal, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you stick out or not. You're not trying to blend. You're not. You're just trying to be heard. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that's everybody comes out to sing that at the end, and that's going to be uh, harmonies, really, really fun harmonies in there. So in, in there's no reason to not get your ticket for this show. That's I can't right. think of a single thing. Mm-hmm. Nope, I can't Those are either. online now? Are they available? Absolutely okay. online at uh, northfieldartsguild.org or call 507-645-8877. Um, and That's the weekend of the 23rd through the 24th. You got it. Friday night, Saturday, two shows, matinee and a 7.30 Sunday, else a matinee as well, at the Northfield Arts Guild Theater. That's right. Uh, nice venue for this kind of uh, experience. And I, I, I want to talk, too, because I saw in the notes that um, Lori and Nate also have done some cover song. Thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where can folks go and see you do some of these? Let's see if I got this right. The, everything from the Eagles, Justin Bieber, Elvis <laughs> Presley, and Taylor. Taylor Swift. Now that is a range. <laughs> <laughs> so we we like performing at the Riverwalk, and uh, we were at the Steele County Fair. So we do a lot of we've done things at the YMCA here in Northfield, and we are needing to build a website uh, to, so that people can go online and, and find, find out us. how to. Well, first of all, let's tell the people the name of the group so they can. Oh, I didn't even it. know this. So. 
Do you have Page, a name? Yeah. Page, Page Family, family Singers. singers. Oh, okay. <laughs> we looked this morning and pagefamilysingers.com is available. So. Oh, good. So grab, it quick. Yeah. 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 Yes. grab it quick. Grab it quick. We bring All in sometimes other... friends to sing with us, too, or um, our nieces join us sometimes, but we try to bring in our kids, too for it so it's fun that is fun yeah that's an amazing thing to to do and uh to you know take this you have a really busy life but then to share your talents with everybody it's just such an everyone who who doesn't sing appreciates those that do <laughs> and want to share their talents <laughs> and um nate and Lori will be on uh, musician talk on sunday so you'll be able to hear more about their their musical journey and that's on, on kymn that is on kymn at, at 10, 10 o'clock now um we, we're out of the summer hours so it's 10 o'clock sunday sunday 10 a.m yep mark your dial exactly. i don't know if do people dial on the radio anymore <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i don't know right. or just get it on your computer kymnradio.net that's you can right stream it all there so that oh that'll be fun i'll listen to that so we can get more so i sure appreciate you coming in anything else you want to say about catastrophe catastrophe four happening at the arts guild that we missed I, I just want to reiterate to get your tickets um if you have any inclination that you might go just go you will, mm. I guarantee you will leave with a smile and it's only one weekend, unlike a lot of guild shows. So you can't wait for the word of mouth and just trust Paula and me. <laughs> it is. It's worth, it's and, worth and it. And Nate and Lori, that it's worth it. Get your, get your tickets today. Thank you very Thank much you for so being much. here. Thank you. Folks, this is uh, our Paula Granquist with Art Zany Radio. I hope you do go get tickets and, and add some of those events to your life. It'll make your life a whole lot better. Last week, I talked to the folks from the Lakeville Art Festival that is happening. I want to thank um, my guest was Carla Hartman. She did a fabulous job. It's a that's this weekend, so that get that on your calendar. And that is from ten to five on Saturday and ten to four on Sunday. So I want you to do that. And the next weekend, do Castastrophe tonight. Do the show for the CVRO. There's so much happening. <laughs> you'll you'll you'll. There's plenty of arts and culture in your life. You just gotta go get it. I hope you enjoy your imagination, of course. Always remember to add some art zany to your life. You've been listening to Art Zany, radio for the imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist. Art Zany is brought to you each week by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts in Faribault. The Paradise Center for the Arts is a vibrant cultural and artistic gathering spot in historic downtown Faribault. The Paradise is committed to offering high-quality visual and performing art opportunities for Faribault and our region. Regular events spotlight some of the best artists and musicians in our area and throughout Minnesota and the Upper Midwest. Our beautifully restored facility includes art galleries, classrooms, clay and textile labs, a gift shop and rehearsal spaces, in addition to a 300-seat auditorium. Visit ParadiseCenterForTheArts.org for a full schedule of events or call our box office at 507-332-7372. 